Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Well, Australia now has a carbon tax, and from now on, the Prime Minister has declared Australian families will make up their own minds on the carbon tax. July 1 was Judgment Day. The carbon tax is actually one of a number of new tax measures coming in today, including the mining tax, but carbon by far has, sorry, attracted most of the heat. From today, there'll be a $23 a tonne carbon price paid by about 300 companies, even some councils, that are heavy carbon emitters. So what's it going to mean for us? Is it, as the Prime Minister claims, a necessary step to secure a clean energy future that she keeps talking about? Or will it be the wrecking ball that Tony Abbott says it's going to be for our economy? One man who's been doing a lot of thinking about this is Fairfax's economics editor, Ross Gittins, and I'm so pleased he's agreed to come on the program and clear some air for us. Ross Gittins, welcome to Open House. My pleasure, Lee. Thanks for joining us, Ross. There's been a fair bit of talk about whether or not this is a tax, and it goes beyond the semantics of the government not wanting to use that word for political reasons, is there a layman's way of describing what this actually is? Well, the layman's way of describing it is to say that it has all the... Well, it uh, is just like a tax. It's like an indirect tax, like the GST, that pushes up the prices of various things that we buy. Uh, If you want to be semantic, if you want to argue about it, you can say it's not really a tax. I I believe there are sort of some legal judgment that says it's not a tax, but for all practical purposes, it's a tax. It is, however, a quite unusual tax. Most taxes are levied for the simple reason of raising revenue. Uh, That was what the purpose of the GST. But this tax is not aimed primarily at raising revenue, does Uh, But it's aimed at increasing the price of carbon and carbon or emission-intensive goods, particularly electricity and gas, particularly fossil fuels, but also other goods and services to the extent that they've got... they've A lot of electricity or gas has been used in making them and getting them to your corner store. Okay. The object is a matter of some debate because if it's object is to encourage people to have a smaller carbon footprint, why give back to most people the money raised in compensation? Well, that's a good question. It puzzles a lot of people. The answer is that economists believe that the way you change people's behaviour is to change the relative prices that they face. You increase the price of carbon-intensive goods and services, you don't change the prices of everything else, and that will change people's behaviour and induce them to use less carbon-intensive stuff. Uh, Remember, however, that this isn't aimed primarily at households because we're all householders. We always think of these things in terms of how do they affect me. But this tax is really aimed... It's aimed at us, but it's more aimed at big industrial users of fossil fuels. And in particular, it's aimed at those companies that generate electricity. That's the necessary point to make. It's not a a kind of tax imposed on us. We'll be the recipients of the trickle-down effect. So what's your assessment on the degree of impact it will have on our day-to-day lives? And when will that start to happen? And where? It will take a while. You'll see it most easily in the price of electricity, but most people get their electricity bill once a quarter. 
So they'll be up to three months before you get your first bill that's been increased because of the carbon tax. When you get it, in New South Wales anyway, you'll find that it's up by 18% and you'll be tempted to think, ah, that's the carbon tax. Actually, only half of it's the carbon tax. As I think a lot of people know, electricity prices have been rising quite steeply for quite a few years and that's had nothing to do with the carbon tax and that will explain half the increase in electricity bills that we'll be seeing this financial year. Uh, And it's a similar story with gas. Gas bills are the other big thing where you will see a big difference. With everything else, there will be some increases Often they'll be so small you don't really notice them. And when you see someone bringing through a fairly big increase and saying that it's because of the carbon tax, you should really think about uh, whether they're telling you the truth. They might be just trying to explain away something else that they're doing by putting all the blame onto the politicians. Uh, And if you really aren't in doubt about it, you should get onto the ACCC because it's actually illegal for firms to exaggerate the extent to which they've had to raise their prices because of the carbon tax. So it's important to understand that the electricity price increases we'll be facing over the next year or so will not all be because of the carbon tax. That's true. About half of the increase. And why so much more then than the carbon tax? Because uh, this is primarily a tax on the use of fossil fuels, excluding one fossil fuel, petrol, and it doesn't directly affect petrol, but uh, most electricity is made from burning coal, and so that's why electricity is the big thing that's in the gun here. And uh, the other thing is gas, which is natural gas, which is also uh, a fossil fuel, and it the uh, the price of uh, natural gas will increase by about 8 or 9% too. And that will be the main thing that that is clearly visible to the ordinary householder of what they're paying more. Don't forget, though, that because this thing is intended to change relative prices and not there is no desire on the government's part or on the economists who designed this scheme, there's no desire to leave households worse off. They just want to change the prices of emissions-intensive goods and services relative to other goods and services. Once they've done that using this funny tax, they, give you, they can give you back most of it. And not all of us get it all back, but uh, most people, the majority of people, get uh, cuts in income tax and have already received increases in pensions and allowances and family tax benefits that are intended to compensate them for the price. There's no desire, as with a normal tax, to just leave you out of pocket. The desire is to change the prices of one set of goods and services compared to everything else. It's been a fair deal of comparison with the GST some 12 years ago. Is that a fair comparison? I think it's a good comparison, yes, uh, because... Uh, what it demonstrates is that this thing's really chicken feed compared to the GST. You can remember back that long, there was a lot of anxiety and a lot of predictions, this then coming from the Labor Party, not the Liberals, saying this is going to be a terrible thing, it's going to put people out of work, oh, you won't believe how bad it is. And, of course, it's not, a, it's not hard to persuade people that a new tax sounds like a bad idea. Yeah. But... Uh, And there were plenty of people 
who thought, well, if the GST is 10%, that means the price of everything goes up by 10%. The Treasury said, no, it'll go up by about 2.5%. The Consumer Price Index, the index of the cost of all the things households buy, will go up by 2.5%. Treasury was right. This time, they're saying that when you work it all out, the increase of the household's basket of goods will be 0.7%. That is, a fair bit less than 1%, and about a third of the effect of the GST. Okay, I think that's really helpful. So can I ask you for your assessment on the two sides of this argument? So we'll deal with politics a bit. First, Tony Abbott, who says the carbon tax will be that wrecking ball through the economy and industry. Your view? It won't be. Uh, There are certain industries, the trade-exposed... Um, high high uh, emissions industries that could be badly affected, but they're the ones that won't be paying the tax. They will be getting their emission permits free. And that's by design to say, well, look, these are the industries that could be significantly affected by this thing, and we're desperately trying to protect them. Uh, their problem is that their costs go up, but the firms in other countries their costs don't go up by as much, so maybe our guys could lose out in the competition. So that's the reason why they are being assisted. The two groups that are being assisted in all this are households, you and me, and those trade-exposed emissions-intensive industries, people that uh, make uh, steel and various other things that have basically got a lot of, co- got a lot of electricity Uh, gone into producing them. Okay. What about the government's position and its hope that now the tax is a reality, we'll see how benign the impact is and its stocks will start to rise? I think they're right in the first part of that. I think people will realise that it's not nearly as bad as they were. They feared it would be. They were led to believe it would be. It's not as complicated. Remember that... uh, You know, a lot of small business people have been left with the impression that this is going to be a terrible thing for them. There's only about 300 industries who pay the tax in the sense of having to write out a cheque and send it to the taxman, fill out forms. The vast majority of Australian businesses won't have to fill out any forms, won't have to have any communications with the taxman about this. They will find that some of their costs from their suppliers have increased and they will pass those on. They do that anyway. All the other increases in electricity prices that come because we've been expanding and renewing the network and all these other things, the poles and wires, they all get passed on in the normal course. And if I am running a business and I have to pay more for my electricity, I'll pass it on too. But when you work it out, that doesn't have a huge effect on the retail price of most of the goods and services that ordinary people buy. Okay, second half of the question, will that therefore lead to an increase in the government stocks, do you think? I doubt it, because I think that when you've decided that the carbon tax is a bad thing, it's not easy for people to say, I've been a bit of a goose about this, I've misjudged uh, this woman, it's not nearly as bad, I really ought to rethink. Maybe she's a better politician and a better leader than I thought. That's very hard for people to think that way because that involves admitting that you got it wrong, even admitting that you were misled. 
uh, and people would prefer to think of other arguments. Ah, yes, but she promised it; uh, she wouldn't do it, which is true. So will Tony Abbott be the winner out of all this? I think it will be very difficult for the Labor Party to pull themselves uh, back into a position that makes it more likely or more possible for them to get re-elected. Ross Gittins, very much appreciate uh, your analysis, as always. Thanks so much for joining us. On My Open pleasure, House. Lee. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.